following episode of Giant Electric Penguin is rated M and features frank discussions of sexuality, specifically of frank sexuality. Hey everybody, this is Matt. Welcome to episode 15 of Giant Electric Penguin, the podcast. Episode 14 was so chock full of great stuff, memorable moments, that I've started calling it online in different places my favorite episode of all time. However, 15... That seems like a milestone of some sort. I'm not sure if it is. I'm not the kind of guy who really gets fixated on milestones. But I also don't want to be the kind of person who, you know, doesn't recognize a milestone when he reaches one. So I thought in this episode, I'd do something a little special. But before I get to that, I wanted to make sure that I checked in and wished everyone a belated happy free comic book day. Uh, Free comic book day was last Saturday. I don't know about you. I had an epic free comic book day. Is that that's what the kids say now, right? Epic when something's really, really fantastically good. I had an epic free comic book day. Not only did I get a bunch of free comics. I also got to see the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie that's uh, that's uh, called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. It was fantastic. I think it's my favorite of the trilogy, and uh, it's great. Can't wait to see it again and again and possibly again. <laughs> Uh, I also ate a club sandwich, and for those of you out there who know me, listeners, friends, IRL, you know how much I love a club sandwich. And I had a great club sandwich. I want to give a shout out to Jason's Deli. They made a delicious club sandwich for me after Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, how could you ask for a more fun day? Free comics, a great movie and a delicious club sandwich. All right, welcome in to episode 15. We're going to do something really special, and we're going to start specialing it up right now. The most common question I get from listeners of the podcast is, hey, Matt, how do you get your awesome ideas? Like, where do do your ideas for the podcast come from? Um, you know, how do you come up with a show, what you're going to talk about, stuff like that. And it's really, you know, I, I there's a lot of things that'll kind of spark my imagination. Uh, you know, I'll scour social media to find something that maybe jumps out at me that I could build an episode off of. Or, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube videos 
uh, with a lot of, you know, featuring a lot of different content. And sometimes I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll hear just like one tiny part of like a YouTube video. I'll go, what was that? Like, that's, that's kind of weird. I'd like to explore that a little bit more and I'll turn that into a whole episode of the podcast. You know, it's, it's mostly stuff like that just finding weird things on the internet or on YouTube or just things, you know, that pop into my mind. Like when I think about stories from the past. So there's a lot of different places where I get my ideas. And I thought here on the 15th episode, what I would do is I would kind of illustrate that to you in real time. So, I mean, this could fall flat on its face or it could be really interesting or funny, but you know, the whole idea is I want to look and, you know, find find one of those little sparks of, inf- of um, inspiration, rather, and see where it takes me. In real time, you're following with me along the way. You know, usually I would do this not right live to tape. Uh, I take a lot of notes and I throw a lot of notes away. I'm, I'm, I'm very bad for the environment. <laughs> Uh, no, I try to recycle all the notes I throw away, but, and that's not, that's not me showing off. Like I have so many ideas, I'm throwing them away. It's just maybe one day I get really excited about something and I, I write a bunch of notes or I type a bunch of notes. And then the very next day when I'm sitting down to record it for you, I look at it and go, well, I don't care about this anymore. And I don't want to put anything out that I don't care about that. That said, this could go horribly wrong. Uh, I did, though, not to waste a bunch of time, you know, the boring part is me looking around at things for inspiration. So I have found where we're going to start with the inspiration. And for for that, I went to an Instagram page that I follow called Good Shirts. And so this guy's wearing a shirt that says, I asked God to make me a better man. He sent me my Iowa wife. So I started looking at that. And I said, I can do something with that, I think. Why don't I do some sort of like, why don't I look into Iowa? I don't know much about Iowa. What are they famous for? Is it is it potatoes? Or is that, that's Idaho. Idaho's potatoes. So Iowa must be, I think, corn. So I started thinking, oh, you know what? Oh, let's, let's look up some fun facts about Iowa. Maybe some crazy stories out of Iowa. That would be great to do a whole show about f- funny stuff that happened in Iowa. Turns out Iowa is pretty damn boring. No offense to any listeners from Iowa. Are you Iowans? Is that what it is? No offense to any Iowans out there. I love you guys. You're great. Your state, kind of boring. Nothing really going on out there in Iowa. And I don't really have much to say about corn except that, you know, corn kid is right. Corn on the cob is is fantastic. I can't think of a more beautiful thing either. So, you know, my first thought was I'm going to give up. And the episode's going to be seven minutes long. <laughs> but I don't want to do that to you. I want to, I want to fill your ears for at least 45 minutes. So I thought, what, what, there's got to be some angle I can go with Iowa. And so I, I've, I thought, let's, let's think of some of my favorite things to talk about. And I thought, number one, I love talking about comic books. I don't, I don't even think that, and there's not really any heroes, superheroes that come to mind that, originated from Iowa. Again, Iowa is just not not a place where things are happening, you know? I mean, a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of corn happening, but that's about it. So I thought, what's my second favorite thing? Well, I've already mentioned it in this episode. Well, I mentioned comics already too, but uh, club sandwiches. You know, the club sandwich wasn't 
designed in Iowa. And, you know, Iowa doesn't have, like, its own interesting state sandwich, as far as I could find. So I was like, okay, well, we're running out of things here. What's my third favorite thing? And uh, that, of course, as, as you all know, is sexual intercourse. So I thought, oh, this would be good. I know I've seen this before. What is the most popular sex position in Iowa? So I immediately jumped on the internet, which is a great place to look for sex-related topics. And I looked up what is the most popular sex position by state. And I came across this website, which is oddly enough, the website for something called Bespoke Surgical. And they, for some reason, have an article. This is from March 23rd, 2021 on the Bespoke Surgical website. And it's America's favorite sex positions. (laughs) Basically, what they have, they have a map here. Uh, and it's broken down, and they've they've um, they've they it shows you what the the most popular sex position is in in each of the fifty states. Now, how did they figure this out? Well, I guess they did some kind of survey, uh, bespoke surgical. So, so bespoke surveyed one thousand Americans across demographics and all fifty states to uncover Americans' ultimate preferred sex positions. So, okay, so Bespoke did this on on their own time, Uh, and let's see. And then to supplement our survey, we dived into the search interest of specific positions on a state-by-state basis for the the common sexual positions. So I guess there's an agreed-upon list of common sexual positions, I guess. Uh, Our numbers result from analyzing Google Trends search volume data over the past 12 months for 35-plus Sex positions. Wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of uh, common sex positions. Thirty five plus. I don't even think if I sat here and tried to think of what I would consider common sex positions, if I could come up with thirty five plus. Wow. Uh, uh, so anyway, to determine the most popular sex position in every state, this survey was conducted as part of Bespoke Surgical Survey Series to examine America's sex life. Uh, check out related surveys like the average penis size by state. Well, what? Oh, well, hang on. To be continued on that one. Uh, so anyway, the top search, the top search sex position in every state. Now, I know we've been having a great time, um, kind of slagging Iowa, but I'm just going to say something right now. Their the, their state's favorite sex position one. I I was not aware of this being a uh, term for this act, but I got to tell you, without giving away too much about myself, Iowa, I'm right there with you, buddy. (laughs) Anyway, Iowa's favorite sex position, according to Bespoke, Bespoke, that's such a weird, sorry, Bespoke Surgical, is queening. Now, do you know what queening is? A lot of you out there might be going, oh, yeah, queening. I know what that is. Well, they love it in Nevada as well, if that gives you a clue. And in Washington, D.C. They're, they're, they're queening it up in those three areas of the country. Give up? Well, it's commonly known as face-sitting. And that, of course, should really explain it quite well to you. Like, why not just say face-sitting, Right. So I went to my fifth favorite website, UrbanDictionary.com. We go to it a lot on this show. 
and I typed in queening to maybe see if they could give me an even better definition, a more succinct, not succinct, face sitting is pretty succinct, a more detailed definition. And boy, oh boy, Urban Dictionary did not disappoint. So this is from the Urban Dictionary, and this is the definition of queening. Queening, an ancient art in which a woman presses and rubs her genitalia and or anus against the tongue, lips, and nose of her subordinate. She classically positions herself in a sitting on or straddling over another's face, face sitting. The first images of this can be seen in ancient Egyptian drawings, but it is known to have been a historic part of ancient Japanese, Chinese, Indian, medieval European, Victorian, and other cultures. Originally a way for upper-class women, queens included, who wished to achieve sexual gratification without becoming pregnant be they a virgin or a wife with her husband, unavailable. It was usually the job of male slaves and servants to submit to their mistress's desires. In Japan, there were even brothels where women and girls would pay for male slaves specific or specially trained in the art of queening. Today, queening is enjoyed by people the world over, regardless of social status. In the age of balancing the feminine energy, it seemed to be a particularly useful way for women to feel empowered and can be equally enjoyable for whom they sit slash ride upon. Just remember, practice and focus will lead to skill for both people involved. Do people really need practice sitting? <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe... Maybe there's a certain way to sit that works better for queening. <laughs> it's such a weird word to say repeatedly. Anyway, I thought that was a pretty uh, good and probably completely bullshit definition. Uh, can you use it in a sentence? Sure. Sorry I didn't call you back. I was queening my husband until late last night. <laughs> you know, the thing I like about Urban Dictionary is like the actual dictionary, it often will offer, you know alternate definitions and here's one that jumped out at me that I'm not I don't know this uh, this was interesting queening all Canadian citizens can call 1-800-O-Canada and order five portraits of the queen they are entitled to this queening is the next step after getting a girl in bed once you have that bitch wrapped around your finger you get her to call up the hotline Order up the queens, and when they arrive, you have her give them to you, taking what's entitled to her. Then you leave her for good. It's an emotional forgery that was created for the sole purpose of getting these pictures. Uh, so, can you use it in a conversation? <laughs> sure. Here's two young men, I assume. Uh, speaking, uh, uh, just uh, speaking to one another, uh, maybe on the phone or perhaps uh, at a bar or wherever young men hang out together. A bathhouse, perhaps? <laughs> the shower at the gym? Uh, yo, are you still dating that one girl? 
Dating? No, I was just queening that bitch. Aw, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, bro, got the portraits and now I have Her Majesty looking over me in the bedroom and the bathroom. Word. Alright, so... <laughs> so apparently queening in Canada means something completely different. In Canada, this is what queening is. You... You get in a relationship with a girl... It doesn't necessarily have to be genuine. You could be using this woman, which I think is a little low. But you barely have to be in a, in a situation. And once you've really got, once you've kind of made that that young woman fall in love with you, you then have her call 1-800-O-CANADA. And because you are a Canadian citizen, you are entitled to then receive five portraits of the Queen. Who, as we know, tragically died in a horrible aging incident very recently. <laughs> I think I actually didn't, uh, the same day as uh, Free Comic Book Day, didn't Prince Charles become King Charles or whatever the fuck? Did anyone who gives a shit can write to me at Giant Pengy Podcast and explain that? Or don't, because I don't care. I don't get why people care. You know what? I also never got why uh, people here in America, sorry, for our international listeners, you might care a lot. I guess if you want five portraits of the Queen... <laughs> I, I guess you could do uh, this. Uh, these two guys having this discussion just seem to be really excited to use this woman to get them portraits of the queen. I guess, I don't know, people can't just, you, you have to, I don't know, you can't just get your own portrait of the queen. You've got to dupe some poor woman into calling for you. Maybe it's a guy who's really afraid to make phone calls. I'm not a huge fan of being on the phone, so I get it. Let's quickly go through all the states and uh, what their favorite sex positions are, shall we? Alabama, well, they love doggy style in Alabama. Alaska, missionary, good old missionary. Arizona, getting a little kinky with rim jobs. That's analingus for those of you who don't know. Uh, let's see, Arkansas, they love a reverse cowgirl. California, cliff diver. Now, I don't know what cliff diver is. Is it lame that I don't? know what cliff diver is could i have could i have done the cliff diver position and i just don't know it let's find out let's head back to urban dictionary cliff diver one of the better bands to arise from the late 2010s emo revival single-handedly invented midwest saxophone emo <laughs> okay so what, that people in California like having sex to the music of Cliff Diver? Okay, according to Sexyland.com, the Cliff Diver sex position has long been popular within the gay male community, but anyone can pull it off with the right toys and tools. Uh, see, the moment you got tools involved, I'm just not good with tools. Let's see, how to perform the Cliff Diver sex position. Okay, here we go. Ready, everybody? Get, get, <laughs> step by step on this. Don't nobody, nobody read ahead. Let's all get do it together. Okay, you start off in a doggy style with the receiving partner on all fours and the giver kneeling behind them. So far, I totally get it. For couples who are confident in their physical strength, the top can penetrate their partner at this point, either anally or vaginally. Well, thank you for the permission. <laughs> they then slowly stand up. Who? See, now you've already... Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
lifting their lover. So the person behind stands up lifting your lover with them by the thighs or waist to form a sort of wheelbarrow shape. Okay, okay, I think I got it. From here, the bottom wraps their legs around the tops, back, or buttocks, and the fun can begin. All right, so in California, this is really what the majority of people are doing when they're having sex. Because it seems like a lot of work. It seems like you got to do a lot of working out. However, that's not out of the realm of possibility because people in California, at least in your Hollywood, your Hollywood types, pretty fit in the gym regularly. So they're probably lifting each other all over the place. So the cliff diver in California, it tracks. It makes sense. It just seems like a lot of work. I didn't really see where any tools were needed. I guess if you're not very strong, you could you could kind of use some sort of pulley system connected to the ceiling. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> cliff diver. Hey, Colorado, they love rim jobs in Colorado. Doggy style in Connecticut. We've already discussed Washington, D.C. They're doing queening all up and down the avenue. Reverse cowgirl, cowgirl, <laughs> reverse cowgirl in Delaware. In Florida, they're doing the butterfly. I... What's the butterfly? I don't, I don't even want to look it up. I, the butterfly, to me, seems like it's probably the same as missionary, which is the favorite of people in Georgia. In Hawaii, they love cunnilingus. In Idaho, reverse cowgirl. In Illinois, mutual masturbation. Well, that's kind of sad. I mean, that, that can be fun, but that's... You're not really... I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to judge the people of Illinois. It's a, that's a lot of fun, but it seems like, I don't know. I don't know. All right, Indiana. <laughs> Indiana, reverse cowgirl. Iowa, of course, queening. Kansas, missionary, man, boring. Kentucky, reverse cowgirl. Uh, Louisiana, cowgirl. Uh, up there in Maine, they're eating each other out. In Maryland, they're doing the Lotus, which th that seems like some... That seems like some sting shit, right? Doesn't sting practice, um, uh, I was going to say, doesn't he practice tempora sex? But that's not what it is. <laughs> uh, it's, um, shit, what's, what's all that, what's that yoga where you can just like hold, you can like hold your orgasm for like super long. I feel when I hear, so when I see Lotus, I feel like everybody in Maryland, that's what they're doing. That's kind of sick because that's where all my relatives live. <laughs> I don't want to think they're all doing it. They're all having yoga sting sex with each other. Okay. So in, in Michigan where I just was in Massachusetts, is that Massachusetts? Yeah. Massachusetts. They're, they're doing something called the mermaid. Well, for for an explanation of what the mermaid sex position is, we go to Cosmopolitan, a very popular magazine from my day. Hmm. I'm seeing a picture of this. Look, I don't want to get too graphic, and none of you really care. I feel like I've done this, and I didn't know that it was called the mermaid sex position. I'm not exactly sure why it's called that either to be perfectly honest. Okay, to pull off the mermaid position, lie back onto, onto a sturdy table, counter, or bed with your hips at the edge. Your partner enters standing or kneeling, depending on height. And then you knock boots, as they say. Um, well, this is nice to know. If your partner has a smaller penis, this position is good. Uh, as I just said, it's one of my favorites. Uh, cosmopolitan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Minnesota rim jobs are the 
sex position du jour. Mississippi, they love their scissoring. They love all those S's in Mississippi, and it shows. Missouri, reverse cowgirl. Montana, Montana, good on you. They're still doing blowjobs. Still doing blowjobs out there. Uh, Nebraska, cowgirl. That makes sense, Nebraska. That's like that's like the Old West, right? Nevada and New Hampshire, queening like you wouldn't believe. Now, New Jersey, which is the home state of my beautiful wife, the sex position they're enjoying out there is called bumper cars. <laughs> bumper cars. Once again, we're going to head over to Cosmopolitan, who I think just insulted my penis size <laughs> and uh, this is going to be this is from an article entitled the bumper cars sex position will be your new go-to for anal look i'm not going to go through all this there's a picture here at the top it looks like the lady is is laying on 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 her stomach there's a man laying on top of the lady i think we all know what happens from there why it's called bumper cars i don't know I don't know why every sex position has to have some sort of stupid-ass name, but that's what they're doing in New Jersey, bumper cars. In New Mexico, doggy style is a favorite. New York, wheelbarrow. North Carolina, okay, damn it. I knew the internet was going to make me do this. So I live in North Carolina, and our apparently our favorite sex position is the butterfly. So here we go. Let's look it up. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, so for some reason... <laughs> The butterfly sex position, uh, we're, to find out what that is, we're going to go to WebMD. <laughs> Some WebMD where you go and you like find a rash on your balls and you're like, oh no, is it, is it ball mold? Okay, the butterfly is a sex position where the partner with a vagina lies on their back at the edge of the bed or another surface and the partner with the penis stands in front... Okay, now this is weird. So this is more... Okay, so maybe I was wrong about the mermaid thing, because this is more what I like. This is... I'm sorry. None of you need to hear this. Hey, WebMD, is this for small penis people? Oh, here's a myth about it. It's only for heterosexual couples. No, see, that's not fair. It's for everyone. Uh, okay, well, that's weird. That weirdly tracks. That weirdly tracks. I'm a little disturbed. Did we finish the sex positions? Do we want to? <laughs> it's only fair. I, we have listeners all over the U.S. Let's hit you with a few more. North Dakota, they love doggy style. Ohio, fuck you, Ohio. Valedictorian. What is that? We'll come back. Oklahoma doggy style, Oregon, they like lap dances. They're like, we don't even need sex. Just give me a lap dance. Pennsylvania, 69, good on you, Pennsylvania. Uh, bumper cars, pff, stupid. Uh, South Carolina, they love they love lap dances, and it shows. South Dakota, doggy style. Tennessee, reverse cowboy. Texas, a pretzel. Again, Texas always has to be different. Yeah, we're Texas. We want to separate from the United States. Well, you can pretzel yourself into a... <laughs> You can pretzel, you'll, you pretzel yourself out of here, you sons of bitches. Uh, Utah, eating out. Oh, they just like to go out to dinner. They like to go out on a date. That makes sense. Isn't that where, uh, that's where the Mormons live, Utah. So they just like go, oh, wait, wait, what's that in parentheses? Cunnilingus. Oh, okay. You filthy Mormons. Uh, in Vermont, they just like spooning. I just, can you just hold me? 
It's not, it doesn't always have to be about sex, everybody. Sometimes you can just spoon. Virginia, where I was born, cowgirl. Washington, cowboy. And in West Virginia, reverse cowgirl. Wisconsin, cowgirl. Wyoming, good old missionary. It's how the cowboys do it. Yeehaw. All right, let's go back to Ohio. They love the valedictorian. This is from a website called sexpositions.club. And I got to tell you, the language here is just atrocious. Okay, so to even get into the website, it makes you continue as a man or a woman. So sexpositions.club is already behind the times. Way to, way to leave out our non-binary brothers and sisters, you asshole. All right, I'm a man, though, so I'll move on. Okay, so uh, in this sex position, number 170, I thought the butt doctor said there were 35 plus. This is 170. Anyway, and you can rate, you can rate them. <laughs> this one gets four out of five stars from Sex Positions Club uh, users. Oh, and you can add new sex positions. Oh, you know what? We're going to have to look at this because 170. Some people are adding some weird stuff. Like they're in, they're adding that Superman thing. You know, remember that Superman where you, you know, you know what it is. Look it up. I don't, that's beyond what we're trying to do here. I'm trying to keep it clinical. Anyway, the valedictorian looks like the uh, one partner lays on the back, lays on his or her back. And then the other partner is on her stomach, but is kind of like, the privates are over the mouth. Oh, let's see here. Uh, the delicate skin, voluptuous sobs, an excited female partner's body. What? What is this? What, what are they writing? Writing a haiku? Can you <laughs> just explain what? Anyway, valedictorian has nothing to do with. If you were your school's valedictorian, um, here, here's what I would think it is: like someone standing, like someone standing, like one a valedictorian would stand at a podium. And maybe the other person's knelt down in front of them, like munching on their private area. But everybody's laying down. Everybody's just laying down when it comes to valedictorian. Let's let's see what happens if I do this. <laughs> this is not real. Come on. Sex position 171 here on Sex Positions Club. Or sexpositions.club. Who, by the way, if you, if you wanted to know, they stand in, in unity with the, with Ukraine. So, there you go, Ukraine. You've got a, <laughs> you've got the support of sexpositions.club. Uh, no, I mean, that's great. But it is funny that the Sex Positions website wants you to know that they they stand with Ukraine. Uh, anyway, uh, this, this uh, Sex Position 171 is called Mexican Hall Halloween. <laughs> you know what? It only gets three stars. I can see why it doesn't. It looks terrible. Let's see. Uh, it is an extraordinary position for oral sex, but it is better than ordinary options. Who writes all this shit? It sounds like I'm stumbling over my words. It's just all these things are written very poorly. The man will appreciate this option of blowjob for sure. A man appreciating a blowjob? Oh, uh, the man. The main is to make sure his gun. In parentheses, I'm guessing that's his dick. Not to fire because of joy too quickly. What? It, did an AI, did chat GPT write this? The female partner lies. Okay, so here, listen to what this is. This is called, this is, this is Mexican Halloween. Is this racist? I think it might be racist. 
Um, the female partner lies on her back, bends her knees, and drives them apart. The male partner lies on top of his chosen one, <laughs> oh my god, with his back on her knees for her head to be between his legs. So it's like, like the dude is sitting, like she's made a little chair for the dude to sit on. All right, the leg, legs of the man are bent at the knees and spread apart. His hands are bent at the elbows and support on the floor. It will be perfect if the man holds himself over the woman. Then it will be much more comfortable for her. Of course it would. I weigh over 200 pounds. I'm not going to say how much more over. But I can't imagine just like putting my full weight on my partner. That's why I look at this picture. That's why I was laughing because it's laughable that I mean, it's just ridiculous. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Dare we see what 172 is? <laughs> oh, this this podcast could just become me reading sexpositions.club. Sexposition 172 is called Marmalade. And I'm not even going to read what the position is, like the description, because one, it probably is terrible. But I am going to say what it looks like. It's two people who are nearly in a 69 position, but instead of performing oral sex on each other, which would be normal, they seem to be sucking on each other's ankles. And you know what? That's what I want to believe Marmalade is. I don't even want to look at the official description. Let's move on. Let's find another one that... Let's end with something really interesting. Oh, that looks really hard. The overpass looks difficult. Like, I, I would totally... Like, I'm trying to... Like, I've mentioned before, I'm trying to lose weight and get a little bit more fit. If I can get more fit and, you know, get a little bit more limber and everything, I want to try Sex Position 175. It's called The Overpass. You're going to have to go check out sexpositions.club yourself to see what that is. Uh, but I think I lose a little weight. I limber up a little bit. I get a little more, um, you know, a little, just a little more healthy. Get my body a little more fit. I'm going to try the overpass. So uh, check that out if you want. Let's end on a high note. A lot of these start looking very samey. Like Sex Position 181, The Sphinx. Yeah, it's just a guy eating a girl out, but he's on his back. Okay. <laughs> Pendant. Well, that's that's 69, except the man can just lay there and not do anything, which is, come on, guys. Don't do the pendant. Do the full 69. <laughs> let's, uh, let's end with this. Um... Sex position 186 is called the brute, and it's basically once again, once again, it, it's basically you're using your significant other as a chair again. A lot of these are uh, the uh, one partner is a chair, and the other person is just sitting on the human chair. And that, my friends, is how I come up with a giant electric penguin episode. <laughs> Okay, that's episode 15 of Giant Electric Penguin. I hope you enjoyed this inside look at how 
a episode is born. <laughs> uh, I... You know, I think I came down hard a little bit on the uh, that sex position marmalade. Maybe the ankles are a very erogenous zone. I don't. I don't really know. I haven't. I haven't really experienced much ankle play. I haven't been that interested in that. But uh, if marmalade is like your favorite thing, I'm sorry if it seemed like I was um, sex position shaming you. You marmalade it all up and down the streets. Uh, I mean, I mean, keep it in your bedroom. I don't, I don't need, I don't need my kids seeing you guys sucking on each other's ankles. That's frankly, that's, that's gross. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, enjoy yourself in the bedroom. Maybe some of those uh, positions you want to try out the next time you have sex. Yeah. Animals. Um, I don't want to hear about your sex life. So, uh, I don't want you to think right now while I'm giving out the, email address that I want to hear anything about your sex life. If you're having a great sex life, that's fantastic. Keep it to yourself. That's I'm not, I'm not, it's not that kind of show, uh, but you can write to me at giant podcast at gmail.com. Um, send me anything. It doesn't matter. We're going to do a big show where I answer a bunch of questions that I had. I asked people to send me on social media. I put a thing out there. Hey, if you got questions, ask. I got a lot of really great questions. I got a couple other kind of focused questions I'm going to ask in the coming weeks. It's just going to be a big Q&A sesh. Hopefully it will be fun. Um, You know, if it's not, whatever. Uh, Also, if you want to join us in social media, that's Giant Pengi Podcast on Instagram. There's a lot of fun pictures on there. I guess, you know, I could put up pictures of these different sex positions. I might I might have to put marmalade up there just because I've talked about it so much. But anyway, uh, my wife is making lasagna for dinner, and I feel like it's got to be almost time to eat. So I'm going to go. I love lasagna, and I love you, and we'll see you next week. We got another great episode coming up. I can't wait. Hope you had a great free comic book day. Bye.